All right, so we start off with a short prayer. Father, great I am. Jesus, you are so good to us, Jesus. Jesus, you give us divine revelations, Jesus. You give us dreams, Jesus. You give us visions, Jesus. You bless us with your presence, Jesus. Please bless us today, Jesus, during your holy Shabbat, Jesus. Bless us today, Jesus, as we continue to help others, as we continue to reach out to others, Jesus, as we continue to read your word today, as we go into your word, Jesus. Let us pull out the words, Jesus, your word, Jesus. Let us pull out those words that mean something to us individually, Jesus, to give us a personal revelation, Jesus. Touch our hearts through your word in a way, Jesus, that is supernatural, Jesus. Work through your Holy Spirit to give us something special today, Jesus. Through this sermon, Jesus, speak through me, Jesus, and anoint me, anoint us all, Jesus, in our fellowship, Jesus, for you are great and mighty, Jesus. You said that when one or more are gathered in your name, Jesus, you are there, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are great and mighty, Jesus, and you are good, and we want to thank you with all our heart and soul. We want to thank you when we say hallelujah, amen. In the holy name of Jesus, and so this this um, this sermon is is very very interesting because this one is um, speaking about following Jesus and the choices that we make while we are following Him, and then of course you know um, the, some of the choices that that others have made. Um, before they have decided to follow him and some of the choices that we might have made before we decided to follow him and so the first um scripture that we're going to read from that jesus led me to is jeremiah 50 if we turn to jeremiah 50 it's towards the end of jeremiah 50 it's jeremiah 50 17 through 20 okay jeremiah 50 17 through sun through 20. And it reads here, it says, uh, let's see here. In Jeremiah 50, 17 through 20, it says, Israel is, is a scattered sheep. The lions have driven him away. First the king of Assyria hath devoured him, and last this Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, have broken his bones. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land as I have punished the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel again to his habitation, and he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied upon mine Ephraim and Gilead. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found. For I will pardon them whom I reserved. So he's saying, I will, I will pardon them whom I reserved. And we, we, we think about whom has he reserved? Who has he brought in? Who has he, has he set um, as his people? And so we, we think about what Jesus has done on the cross, how he has brought us in, how he has elected us. Jesus, Jesus has elected us 
and chosen us through his Holy Spirit. He's talking about all of us. He's talking about all of us. He's pardoning them. He said, I will pardon them whom I reserve. And so he said he will forgive. He's for, he has forgiven our sins. Okay, so that, that's a pardon. Forgiving and, and pardon are very similar. Okay, and so this is um, Israel. This is what happened to Israel. What happened to them? They, they um, rebelled. You know, while they were given the laws, they were given the commandments, they had the prophets, and they were walking with Jesus. They were walking with God. But they decided to to, to, to follow some things and to not follow other things. And so that's why this um, this sermon is so important. It says we're following Jesus and the choices we make while we're following um, him. And then, of course, we're going to go into some examples of those who don't follow him as well, too. And so if we go down just a little bit further, Jesus led me to Jeremiah 50, 33 through 34. So just got to go down just a little bit here. It says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the children of Israel and the children of Judah were oppressed together. And all that took them captives held them fast. They refused to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. He shall throughly plead their cause that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. And again, this is so interesting because it's saying that, that Israel and Judah, the children of Judah were oppressed together and all that took them captives held them fast and they refused to let them go. And, it, and they're using oppressed. He's using, he's using oppressed. God is using a press to talk about this. And it's so interesting because when we talk about um, Babylon, of course, back then, Babylon is in the Middle East. And then when we look at uh, Revelation, Babylon, the, um, the, the, the mighty Babylon or mystery Babylon is, um, from, from, from my understanding, where God has led me to, that it is America that he was talking about. The, the the mystery Babylon okay and that's interesting because you know we have um, lots of oppression going on right here in America and so if we turn Jesus led me to Ezekiel 17 which talks a little bit more about this Ezekiel 17 okay this walk that Israel was walking with Jesus and the choices that they decided to make this ended up in a, a certain way for them, in a certain result for them. If we start in Ezekiel 17, 3 through 20, it says, And say, thus saith the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings, long-winged, full of feathers, which had diverse colors, came unto Lebanon and took the highest branch of the cedar. Okay? The highest branch, we were talking about the righteous branch, and and, and Jesus was um, came to, um, to, 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 to chop off some of the branches and replace them. You know, when he brought, when, when Paul, um, Jesus told Paul to go to the Gentiles, okay, and, and, and to leave the Jews alone, go to the Gentiles. He cut the branches, the uh, branch off and replaced it, replaced it with the Gentiles. And so, when we're talking, even when we're talking about America, you know, America is represented as an eagle. Okay, the representation of America is an eagle. 
and, and we read this line again, and say, thus saith the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings, long-winged, full of feathers, which had diverse colors, came unto Lebanon and took the branch, the highest branch of the cedar. He cropped off the top of his young twigs and carried it into a land of traffic. He carried it into a land of traffic. He set it in a city of merchants. He took also of the seed of the land and planted it in a fruitful field. He placed it by great waters and set it as a willow tree. And it grew and became a spreading vine of low stature whose branches turned toward him and the roots thereof were under him. So it became a vine and brought forth branches and shot forth sprigs. There also, there was also another great eagle with great wings and many feathers. And behold, this vine did bend her roots toward him and shot forth her branches toward him, that he might water it by the furrows of her plantation. It was planted in a good soil by great waters, that it might bring forth branches, and that it might bear fruit, that it might be a goodly vine. Say thou, thus saith the Lord God, shall it be, shall it prosper? Shall he not pull up the roots thereof, and cut off the fruit thereof, that it wither? It shall wither in all the leaves of her spring, even without great power or many people to pluck it up by the roots thereof. Yea, behold, being planted, shall it prosper? Shall it not utterly wither? When the east wind touches it, it shall wither in the furrows where it grew. So he's saying that eventually it's going to start to wither. Whatever this nation is, it's going to start to wither. Okay? Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Say now to the rebellious house, that's Israel, Know ye not what these things mean. Tell them, Behold, the king of Babylon is come to Jerusalem, and have taken the king thereof and the princes thereof, and led them with him to Babylon, and have taken of the king's seed, and have made a covenant with him, and have taken an oath of him. He have also taken the mighty of the land, that the kingdom might be base, that it might not lift itself up, but that by keeping of his covenant it might stand. But he rebelled against him in sending his ambassadors into Egypt, that they might give him horses and much people. Shall he prosper? Shall he escape that do of such things? Or shall he break the covenant and be delivered? As I live, saith the Lord God, surely in the place where the king dwelleth that made him king, whose oath he despised, and whose covenant he brake, even with him in the midst of Babylon, he shall die. Neither shall Pharaoh with his mighty army and great company make for him in the war by casting up mounts and building forts to cut off many persons. Seeing he despised the oath by breaking the covenant, when lo, he had given his hand and have done all these things, he shall not escape. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, as I live, surely mine oath that he hath despised, and my covenant that he hath broken, even it will I recompense upon his own head, 
and I will spread my net upon him, and he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon, and will plead with him there for his trespass that he hath trespassed against me. And so that 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 pleading, that pleading is a um is a working, a working um, you could say that it's like a working out. That we're working out, where even even where Jesus says to work, um, Jesus says to work out your your um uh, your salvation or work out your 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 um your sins with with fear and trembling. So it's the same thing, you know. You're working this out. God is pleading with you to stop and pleading with you to point out the things that you are doing that are that we are doing that are wrong, and so it's a um uh, it's not the condemnation, but it's the convictions. Okay, and so um, Jesus led me to Psalm 55, Psalm 55, and this is, you know, this is um, representative of our walk with Jesus. You know, are we going to be um, rebellious, you know, like Israel was, or are we going to move past that into knowing um, fully of our walk with Jesus, asking the question, are we following Jesus you know, are we following him? Are we truly following him with our whole heart, soul, and mind, and spirit? Okay, so he led me to Psalm 55, 2 through 23. Okay. And this is this is um David's um prayer to God and, and a song that he's, you know, this this psalm and this song, which is a prayer and song format. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pain within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Selah, I would hasten or hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Okay? And so this is this is um, very telling of you know the things that we that we walk away from in our walk. We ask ourselves, are we following Jesus? What are the choices that we we are making? And are we have we walked away? Are we are we walking away from the things that we see? And so David is is describing this here. He's saying, destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about it upon the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from their sh her streets. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it, neither was it. He that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man, mine equal, my God, and mine acquaintance. And so he's talking about somebody that's close to him. David was talking about, um, at this point, he was talking about Saul. 
But prophetically, you know, we can we can relate this to our own lives and what's going on now in this day and time. We took counsel, sweet counsel together, and walked unto the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them, and let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah, because they have no changes. Okay, they have no changes. Therefore they fear not God. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. And so, you know, we ask ourselves, we were talking about this in the last sermon. We were talking about how um, when Jesus says that um, that we would go through this fire, fiery ordeal, that we would be, um, we would be tried, you know, that we would be um, come up against people um, that that seem almost seems like for no reason they would um, they were um, be against us and so you know we fully turn ourselves to Jesus you know we finally decide to f truly follow Jesus one of the um, the the signs of that is that um, sometimes we get attacked you know and, and we were just talking about Jeremiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel they were attacked. Um, so many times, you know, they were, um, you know, and, and, and we can even look at now, you know, um, you have, um, you know, we were talking about Saul here. Saul went in and, and, um, decided to use, um, or to find somebody to use witchcraft, you know, to find out what was going on with David. You know, and so we, this is a real thing of, of witchcraft and wizardry and divination. And so, you know, when 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 David is saying this is some of the stuff he's talking about, let, let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Okay, God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, because they have no changes. Therefore, they fear not God. So we're dealing with people who who don't fear God, who don't um, have a, a healthy fear of God. They don't have that reverence for God. They don't have, they don't know the um, the laws. They, they, they completely shun all of that stuff. And so even when we look back um, again at what we read in Ezekiel about this, this point in time and, and, and where we would be at um, because there was so much um, rebellion we talks about the rebellious house. Um, Israel, even Israel, was 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 starting to um, to stoop to this to this level and, and be deceitful and, and scornful in their in their walk with God. You know, they weren't truly following Him. And it, it's saying here, you know, that He cropped off the top of His young twigs and carried it into a land of traffic. He said it in the city of merchants. He also he took also the seed of the land and planted it in a fruitful field. He placed it by great waters and set it as a willow tree, and it grew and became a spreading vine of low stature, whose branches turned toward him, and the roots thereof were under him. So it became a vine and brought forth branches and shot forth sprigs. There was also another great eagle with great wings and many feathers, and behold, this vine did bend her roots toward him, and shot forth her branches toward him, that he might water it by the furrows of her plantation. 
And so it's interesting because we talk about plantation, we're talking about slavery. Okay? And the Israelites went into slavery in Babylon because of their deceit, because of their lies, because of their idolatry. They didn't want to truly follow God. They wanted to do certain things. Other, other, they wanted to follow certain laws. They didn't want to follow other laws. And so, we, again, we have to ask ourselves, are we truly following Jesus with all our heart, soul, mind, and spirit? If we're not, we're going to go back into bondage. We're going to go back into slavery. And, and it says, I'm not sure the, the exact scripture, Jesus says, do not go back into bondage. And bondage, you know, of course, there's there's literal and figurative um, slavery, you know, mental slavery, spiritual slavery, physical slavery. You know, the, we had American slavery, you know, talking about the plantation. And so um, Jesus led me to, Ecclesiastes 2, okay, if we can turn to Ecclesiastes 2, um, Solomon, by inspiration of God, talks a little bit about this, about what is um, given, and about um, him giving out each of us something in a, in a fair way, in a fair manner. And so if we turn to Ecclesiastes 2, 26, it says, For God giveth to a man that is good in his own in his sight, wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he giveth travail, to gather and to heap up that he may give to him that is good before God. This also is vanity and, a ve and vexation of spirit. And so he's saying, for God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, wisdom and knowledge. And so if we're following his laws and his ways and, and making sure we stick into the teachings of Jesus, he's going to give us the, the wisdom and knowledge. For this, to the sinner, he gives us tra travail. To the sinner, he gives, us, he gives suffering. To the sinner, he gives, he gives difficulty. He gives, you know, um, endless cycles. Okay. And so, the next scripture that Jesus led me to was Isaiah 33. Isaiah 33, just a little, um, just up a little bit further from um, where we were in Ecclesiastics. Isaiah 33. Isaiah 33, 10, starting at line 10, 10 through um, 24. Okay. And this is um, right here, which is talking about the refining and the um, forgiveness and, 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 and what some of the things that we would go through um, as we go through this fiery ordeal, as it says in the New um, Testament, what Paul talks about in the New Testament. Now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift up myself. Ye shall conceive chaff. Ye shall bring forth stubble. Your breath as fire shall devour you. And the people shall be as the burnings of lime. As thorns cut up shall they be burned in the fire. Hear ye that are far off. What I have done. And ye that are near acknowledge my might. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. 
Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from, from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearings of blood, and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. Okay, so he's also talk, he's talking about what we we're going to, going to go through, but he's also talking about the day of the Lord when, 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 when Jesus comes back that we would um, be able to withstand, um, you know, what, um, what, what would happen, you know, that he would save some of us um, out of this, and that also that, that we, would, we would be able to withstand the, 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 the fire of the trial, of the testing, and that um, he would see that we were right in his sight, that we have stuck to his, his teachings, we've stuck to his laws, we've stuck to his way, we've stuck to his Sermon on the Mount. It said, he that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from the holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood, and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. So we walked away from all of those things. He shall dwell on high, his place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks, bread shall be given him, his water shall be sure, thine eyes shall see the king in his beauty. They shall behold the land that is very far off, speaking of the new earth. Thine heart shall meditate um, terror. Where is the scribe? Where is the receiver? Where is he that counteth, counted the towers? Thou shalt not see a fierce people, a people of a deeper speech than thou canst perceive of, of a stammering tongue that thou canst not understand. Talking about the, the, um, the speaking, of, um, speaking in tongues. Look upon Zion, the city of our solemnities. Thine eyes shall see Jerusalem, a quiet habitation, a tabernacle that shall not be taken down. Not one of the stakes thereof shall ever be removed. Neither shall any of the cords thereof be broken. But there the glorious Lord will be unto us a place of broad rivers and streams, wherein shall go no galley with oars, neither shall gallant ship pass thereby. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, he will save us. Thy tacklings are loose, they could not well strengthen their mass, they could not spread the sail. Then is the prey of a great spoil divided, the lame take it, take the prey. And the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. Hallelujah, and that that's a great day. And he sees, and he, and so we he wants to saying to us, we have to stick to these things. We have to continue to walk righteously. We have to continue to follow Jesus and make the right choices in Him by praying to Him and and trusting in Him and abiding in Him and trusting the way He is leading us with the power of His Holy Spirit. And so, if we turn, um, Jesus led me to Job twenty. Let's turn to Job 20, <clears throat> Job 20, 4 through 15. Starting at line 4. Knowest thou not this of old? Okay, knowest not this thou? Knowest thou not this of old? Since man was placed upon earth, 
that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment, though his excellency mount up to the heavens, and his head reach unto the clouds. So it seems like people who do bad, and we all experience this, it seems like people who do bad, they just, they get away with it, and they're, 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 um, you know, people who, you know, who are, who are rich and famous who do um, crazy things and do evil things. It just seems like they just, they never suffer. And so it seems like, like, like what it says is, though his excellency mounts up to the heavens and his head reach into the clouds. Like there's, there, everyone looks at them like they're so great. Yet he shall perish forever like his own dung. They which have seen him shall say, where is he? He shall fly away as a dream and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. So completely forgotten. The eye also which saw him shall see him no more. Neither shall his place any more behold him. His children shall seek to please the poor. And his hand shall restore their goods. His bones are full of the sin of his youth. Which shall lie down with him in the dust. Though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth. And so deceit, the, the deceitful, he's talking about the deceitful that see, make themselves seem like they're, they're, they're good as well, too. They're the, the ones who deceive you with their, their words, but are also um, speaking wickedness under their tongue, under their breath, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his meat and his bowels is turned, it is the gall of asps within him. He have swallowed down riches, and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. He shall um he shall suck the poison of ass, the viper's asps, the viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. And so he's talking about he won't see the new earth. He won't see the promises of God, the promises of Jesus. He won't see any of that. And so the next um, scripture that Jesus led me to was Isaiah 34. Okay, and we have to we have to know these things. This is this is encouragement. To stay on the right track. There's encouragement to know. Um, like what Jesus says. There, there will be no one. There will be no evil on the earth. When he comes. There will be no evil on the earth. When he takes us to the new heavens and the new earth. There will be no evil. We don't have some, This is something we don't have to worry about. This is also something that we have to wrap our minds around. Believing and knowing that this is real. This, this is going to happen. Isaiah 34. 1-8. It says, come near ye nations to hear and hearken ye people. Let the earth hear and all that is therein, the world and all things that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. And all the host of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as a leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a fallen fig from the fig tree. 
For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Edomia and upon the people of my curse to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness and with blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord hath a sacrifice in Basra and a great slaughter in the land of Edomia. And the unicorn shall come down with them and the bullocks with the bulls and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. And so we know that um, when we look at the book of Revelation, we know of this great war. This is what Isaiah is speaking about. He's speaking about uh, this great war. And this, this, this um, you know, Includes the 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 the, um, the wizards and the and the and the witches and the 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 um, the tyrants and the the proud and the mighty and all of these these people that what just want to um they're angry at, at at Jesus they're angry at God and so they they mount up the war against him and this is the result this is the result um and so we have to know that this is this is the end of of these things this is the end of these things and so in our walk. We have to know we have to stick to close to Jesus. We have to follow him closely. We have to make, again, we have to make the right choices because he's telling us this is the end of those who are making the wrong choices. And so if we turn, Jesus led me to, um, to James, James 4, James 4. This is a very interesting, this is one of my favorite um, scriptures, James 4. James 4, 7 through 10. Hold on here. James 4, 7 through 10. If we read here, it says, Submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you so when when it says resist we all know the scripture very well resist the devil he will flee from you the first part is submit yourself so we have to submit ourselves and our following of him okay to make those right choices okay draw nigh or near to God and he will draw nigh or near to you Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So purify your hearts. Don't be double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. So he's actually describing here. Um, James is actually describing here the, the process of repentance. Speak not evil one of another brethren he that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law but if thou judge the law thou art not a doer of the law but a judge oh but a judge therefore is one lawgiver who is able to save and destroy who art thou that judges another <clears throat> 
Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell, and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the, on the morrow tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appear for a little time, and then vanish away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live, and do this or that. So he's saying, we're, we're to say, we're not going to say we're going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow, because we don't know. You're supposed to say, you know, if Jesus wills, God wills, I'll be able to do this tomorrow. But now rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore, um, therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. So we're supposed to know that we, 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 we're supposed to, to practice what, we, what we're preaching. And if we know not to do something we shouldn't do it if we're and and so he's he's pointing out the sin of others as well too that that the that the wicked know that they're doing wrong and yet they do it anyway and so he's saying that those who do that okay they're they're sinning horribly okay and so i finish this out and um and jesus led me to first peter it's just um just a page over here in first peter 1 through 13. It's Peter here is talking. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered through Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. And so he's saying, he's saying, reserved in heaven, reserved, okay? And if we go back to Jeremiah um, 50, we read a little bit about um, about this, this who he reserved, who he pardoned, who he set aside. Not set aside as in dismissive, but set aside to save. Okay, and so if we continue in 1 Peter, it says, um, Reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God, through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye greatly rejoice thou now for a season, if need be ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. So we talked about that, the fiery ordeal. Okay. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what 
or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Okay? Unto whom it was, it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into. And so we talked about wisdom and the, um, the, the mysteries of God before in one of the previous sermons. We talked about that. And so, and so now he's saying that with the receiving of the Holy Spirit, um, the grace that is, be, is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ, that, that the, um, the Holy Ghost was sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, okay, gird them up, gather them up, don't go into, um, into this rebellion and, and this, um, this, this, to go in the opposite way, like what, um, Jeremiah was warning about what, what the Israel was doing, and, uh, and for that they were placed in slavery, gird up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance but as he which have called you is holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation because it is written be holy for I am holy and so even going back, okay, to an inheritance in, in line four, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved, reserved, reserved in heaven, reserved in heaven for you. So reserved, um, saved, put to the side and, and, and saved. We, we read earlier in Jeremiah um, 50 about this. He said, And there shall be none in the sins of Judah. They shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. I will pardon them whom I reserve. In First Peter, to an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. So we have to we have to stay on this path. We have to continue to follow Jesus and make the right choices and to stay away from these things. Hallelujah. It is a it is a um, a test. It is a fiery ordeal. It is that. It says it says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold, that perisheth though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So again, he wants to present us spotless and clean to himself. And so we have to follow him with all our heart, soul, spirit, and mind and make the right choices in him. We, we can read and see what happened before, what is to happen in the future. So we have to stay on this path. Hallelujah. Does anybody have any, any um, reflections from this? Anything they'd like to share? Any, any, any revelations? Anybody get any um, personal revelations out of this um this this sermon after reading reading these scriptures hallelujah i did i um thank you so much like that that right there was that inspiration you know like to keep 
pushing forward and keep refining ourselves. It's like that refinement, you know, yeah. like that's, that's the revelation that I got is the refinement, the, um, keeping, putting all of our heart, mind and focus into the refinement because the moment you can't, we can't look to the left or to the right. We have to be focused on our refinement, you know, and each, and that, and that's like a personal walk with God because nobody knows the details of the refinement of each individual. So everybody has their own refinement they have to go through, but like holding God's hand, hand in hand, as he's knocking the stuff out of us, knocking it away from us, putting stuff back in us, taking it back apart, examining, bringing stuff to the surface. So it was just a bunch of, it was a lot of um, encouragement of, you know, what awaits us and, um, well, mainly, primarily what awaits the people that are not doing it. And to me, that's that's confidence because when we see the rest of the world not doing it, we wonder and it causes us to lead astray. It causes us to want to kind of tally with what they're doing. But, you know, the Bible clearly says what the end's going to be for people that just don't even want to make any changes. The ones that, like you said in that, in that one scripture, the ones that have no changes. You know what I mean? So... To have change is a good thing, and and no matter and, and the you know the things that we go through to obtain it, we shouldn't resent it. We shouldn't we shouldn't feel bad or we shouldn't like um fall back. You know what I mean? Like or get weary. Right. So like, that was my question. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I what I got out of the um part is we gotta remember. We always have to remember that if we know that it is sin, we shouldn't do it. Because yep. if we do do it, knowing that it is sin, it's really it's, it's, it's held accountable to us. Because when we do something that we know is a sin, you know, it, it's like complimenting, saying, it's like coming out saying, well, I don't care that it's a sin. I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. So we have to really try to stop ourselves from doing something that we know for sure is, is you know, is an abomination to God or what he does not like. Right. And we just got to try to refrain from it because if we know that it is sin, then it is sin to us. But if we do something and we don't realize that it is sin, then that's, if you know, that's our fault. Well, not our fault, but, you know, we can really be forgiven for it and all, but something that we know that is a sin and we go ahead and do it anyway, we, we, we're really held accountable for it. We can be forgiven, but we're, we're held accountable for doing it. So we just got to try to remember that. Because I know some, a lot of times I know that I ain't got no business doing it and go and do it anyway. And I feel bad afterwards because I know it was, it, it wasn't supposed to be done, you right. know? So right. just got to try to, try to build more on that. Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve your flesh in your own will. And if you, when you do that, you just have to realize that your destruction at the end would be death, you know? So, if, and that, like you say, it's getting closer to these times. 
where he is coming back and soon he probably will not want you know he's going to just close the whole door of anybody being saved anybody being forgiven and all because he's given all kinds of you know messages out now right and letting you know to get ready because when the day that he comes that's going to really be too late especially to a lot of people that know that they're committing you know different sins or doing these sins and they know they're doing the sins you know so i i just i me myself i just gotta remember and you know, not really remember, but learn to really deny myself of worldly things because this world is passing away and we have to look forward to the world that's coming. And if we can't control ourselves in this world, we're not gonna felt we're not gonna be found worthy enough to go to the next world. So I just I thank you for the message. And, and, you know, it, it, it was a good message because we all should, you know, when we read, when we learn, we should really take it to heart and keep it in mind and, and try to make that change. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, and Holy Spirit. How y'all doing today? Good, good. The Holy Spirit is just is just leading it, you know, like good. even... Good. Yep, we doing we doing good, you know. Like, um, I um, I agree with um what you was saying. So look at that and feel downcast because it's a good thing that we hearing it now. It's a good thing that we hearing it so that we can um, you know, you can't deny it. God, God's word hits like fire, you know, and it's it's made to be like that. So we can so we can pick up that pace with um, you know, looking at stuff we gotta um overcome you know so it's not supposed to be the downcasts but it is supposed to get us to pick up that pace because like you said the world it is i mean it is it is showing imminent that he's coming you know so yeah yeah and he said he said that he would he would judge his body first you know like like we like i know personally like we we go through me and Ashley go through um like like today we was talking about different things that God speaking to us about about refining you know our our patience with our own children and and and, and making the right choices and not getting frustrated and, and and just being better parents you know like we learn that every day and so like he said that he yeah. would he would you know he would um judge go into judgment with his church first with his body first I think we touched on that in the last um sermon. And so even in First Peter, where it says, "The um, whom having not seen, ye love; in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls." And so the end of our faith, and the um, and 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 knowing that the one who we haven't seen is Jesus, and when he comes, that's the end of our faith because he's here. And so we don't have yeah. to, we don't have to, um, you know, faith is, is, is hoping the things not seen. And so he's, he's here. We see him, we see him face to face. He's here. It's the end of our faith. We don't have to, to have to, um, to hope anymore because oh, it is, yeah. it yeah. is, you know, and that, that right there is like the, um, it's the, is the goal, you know, like we're running the race. 
like like um like Paul said, that's the goal. That's the end. That's the end of it. That's our reward. Yeah. You know, that is our reward. And, and, and he definitely goes by how you, how you earned it, you know? Right. And the more you learn of him, you're, you're being held more accountable because all that you learn from about him and, you know, everything, if you turn away from it, that's like turning away from him. So you, you really... When you're on the path of learning all about Jesus and and wanting to be where he, you know, for that eternal life, you got to make all those changes because in the book, like 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 you said, be ye holy, because I am holy. That's right. the only way you're gonna go to to the new kingdom is being holy. You have to be holy as he is, you know. And I and I can understand all of why that you have to be a complete changed person in order to go to the new kingdom and to go have eternal life because he don't want to take the same people into eternal life that he has here that's, you know, favoring him, loving him, cherishing him, but then all of a sudden change it, you know? So we, we definitely have to learn to, to walk in the spirit loving and and just doing his will because we can't go there doing our own will no not at all and that that was that 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 was the example i think he wanted he wanted me to draw out of the israelites you know doing their own will and where and how that ended up they ended up in slavery in babylon and and jerusalem destroyed and the temple destroyed and the, the pride of their their whole existence destroyed you know um, I, and I think Miss Donna, Miss Donna, did you have something? I, I thought I heard you. Um, thought I heard you um, speak up. Did you have something? I did. I, I just wanted to share a testimony. So when you were back in Psalms uh, fifty-five, I believe it was, and you were talking about going through the fire. And it made me think of when I first started working for Care First. Yeah. And how much I um, thought I loved that job. I thought that's where I was supposed to be. When I actually retired from corrections, I thought I was too young to, to be home not doing anything. So I took medical coding classes. And then um, when I couldn't get jobs as a medical coder, I had to go to the medical field somehow to get my foot in the door. So when I that I really liked the atmosphere. I liked, um, you know, what the company was doing, and I just couldn't believe that I really liked. Yeah. Well, we had like like uh, six weeks training or whatever, and my very first day, my very first day of training, I had it went into the restroom, and um saw one of the I think she was a supervisor. Yeah. And um we were both at the sink washing our hands after using the restroom and I was telling her uh, and I spoke to her and I said I'm okay at first and she didn't say anything. She just looked at me. Um just uh, and a white a white woman but I I know this was a white woman that 
that's married to uh, a black man. And, and I just thought to myself, I said, wow, why would her attitude towards me be like that? And she doesn't even know me. Yeah. You know, you haven't even given me a chance, but you looking, looking at me like, I don't even know how to put it. But in any case, when we finished the training and I was told I was going to be on her team, I was like, oh, Lord, um, uh, maybe that's not the place for me. Yeah. So, um, but, but I was being on the floor. She had put me on a project. She had put me and some other people on a project. Now, we just coming out of training. We just coming on a floor. We got no training at all for what we were supposed to be doing. Uh, it was on phones. It was some kinds of call getting. And then she had these forms she filled out. Now, on these forms, it was nothing telling me down as I was getting answers from clients. Yeah. So, um, and 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 she could without she could go into the time that day was that day. It was from the time that I was on the phones to the end of the day that she was constantly at my desk telling me I did something wrong. Yeah. And I told her. I'm not sure how accurate you want my work to be. I said, but I just came on the floor and I really had no training for what you wanted on this paperwork. I said, so I'm just going off of instinct. So she told me at that point, she said, okay, well, we're going to try again tomorrow. But I have, um, and the young beneath of her uh, um she was a she was kind of funny classic you know that uh that that she had going on so the next day i come in and um again i'm stuck on the phone doing this same thing the young lady never came over to do my training yeah thing i know i'm being told I'm taking off the project and I needed to go um, go see another manager. So I went and saw the supervisor and she was the one that told me that I was being taken off of the project and that the supervisor that was in charge said that she didn't think I was going to make it in that job. Yeah, I was like, huh? I was like, well, I was in training for six weeks. I said, the first day off the floor, on the floor, you're going to determine that I'm not going to make it. So I kind of brushed it off. I had talked to some, you know, some co-workers. And they said, oh, she did the same to such and such and such. They wound up leaving. I said, well, guess what? I'm not going nowhere until I'm ready to leave. I'm not leaving because somebody else think they want to make it hard for me. Right. And and I'm just going to quit. I said no. So at that point, I made an appointment to speak with my... So the 
was one-on-one. She he was like, oh, again, you know, this person had a habit of doing that to the manager and said the same thing. And I asked the manager, I said, well, how can she expect experts me when she didn't even do what she said she was going to do, which was to get her um, girl underneath of her to train me on what she did, what she was supposed to do. I right. said, because she didn't give me what I needed to do the job. I said, that's setting me up to fail. Well, even before I talked to the manager, I kept feeling like I really didn't want to talk to the manager. I just wanted to let it go because I didn't want to get out in any trouble. I don't know what her problem was, but it was personal. It had nothing to do with me. Right. But then when I got over to um, talking to um, another supervisor and she said that she had been, um, you know, with other people, then it made me realize that, oh, okay, she got a, a problem with senior citizens. Or I, I'm, I don't really want to say a senior citizen because I don't, I, even though my numbers say I'm a senior citizen, yeah. I really don't feel like they're not a senior citizen. Right. <laughs> 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 so anyway, after I talked to the supervisor, after I talked to the manager, I mean, but hey, I'm going to go with it too, depending on where I'm located, what the location. Right. If I'm in a restaurant or whatever that wants to give me that scene, if it's a discount, yeah. I'm going to take it. But if, if it's something that somebody is trying to feel like I'm less than Right. Person. Right. Exactly. Because first of all, first of all, you didn't even give yourself a chance to know me. You, right. You just automatically, for whatever your reason was, you just automatically decided that oh, I don't like her. He's not going to make it here. Uh, one day out of training that decision. I mean, I evidently passed the training. I would have right. sure enough let her know where score. You, if I was oh. you, I would have sure enough let her know where you were coming from, that you have retired from there. Well, so, you know, I would have let her know all that. Just to well, know, that was not let her know just how yeah. much of a qualification I have, you know. Well, that was none of her business because the decision, the choice was made by um, the people over top of her to hire me, right? To train me. So it was the decision to put me in her department. Yeah. Now I struggled with going to management because, like I said. I really did not want to get her in any trouble. Right. Same thing to other people in my age range. I said, wait a minute, something needs to be done. And so, uh, I mean, because she can't keep doing that. That's not right. And so that's when I decided to go to man. 
a lot, a huge portion of our time and life in general trying to figure out what we did wrong. But we got to understand that Jesus talked about it, that if they hated him, then they would hate us too. And that, you know, the world, the world, the world hated him, they will hate us too. And that there are, you know, that that is, it is something called, you know, being hated without a cause. There is such thing as people hating you without, without any cause. Yep. And we, you know, instead of trying to, um, but like understanding that we have to go through the periods and times of our life where we experience that and kind of let our brains um, be freed from the um, mindset of trying to figure that out because it still goes on. We, it, we might not do it like consciously, but subconsciously, we're still trying to trying to figure that out. And that's why we hold on to the things that happened to us because we didn't get an answer. Our brain didn't get an answer as to why this happened. Why did this person hate me? But it's, it was no reason. And again, you like know, like what it even said and what it even what we was talking about before, right. and and I think it was on in in um in in James about and then we was also talking about that in um <clears throat> in in the in the Psalm fifty five about you know we see we see people who they seems like they're they're so high and mighty but they're also like they're 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 obviously doing wrong. And then I think I think the one you were talking about specifically was in Isaiah um, 34, Miss Donna, where it said, "The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness have surprised the hypocrites. Who among us? So fearfulness has surprised them. Whom among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Yes. Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressors, that shaketh his hands from the holding of bribes." That stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil, you know. So, you know, we're not we're not um, just being pulled along by Satan and just allowing ourselves to do wrong, but yet we're resisting it. So he's saying that when we resist that, we're able to stand up through the fire. Like we're going through this judgment now. He said we're going through that fiery ordeal now. We're being judged as a body. But those who aren't doing these things will be judged later. Like they seem like they're getting away with it, but they're going to be judged later. So we we read about that in Isaiah thirty-four about what was going to happen at the end. They're going to be judged in the end. So other everybody else is to be judged in the end, okay. which we don't want to. We don't want to experience that. You know, they feel like they're getting away with it, just like when you know, just like we were talking about before about a parent. You right. know, like the child is sneaking, 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 thinking they they are never going to get caught, and never going to get caught, and then bam, one day just all it all falls down. You know, it's the same thing with Jesus. Like he's he's like the he's the father. You know, coming to to check on the children. You know, I know what you've been doing the whole time. I know what you've been um what you've been doing. I know what you've been saying. I know how you've been treating others. You know. Yep. That's one thing you cannot do. I mean, you can you may right. be able to fool other people, but you can't fool God because He sees everything. Yeah, He so does. You, if you, you know you just lying to yourself if you think you're doing something right. and nobody sees it. That's why He said that day. He said that He they call it the day of the Lord. He calls it the day of the Lord, but He also calls it yeah. the day of trouble. He also calls it the day of trouble because. Everyone who was doing wrong, like little children, is you know, it's they're gonna they're in trouble. 
You know, they really are in trouble, in, in the worst trouble that they could ever be. Yep. Yep. But you know what, girl? There's so many people out here in this world that they think that nobody knows what they do in the dark. And, and really, and they go on from year to year doing these things, thinking that nobody knows about it. But God knows about it, and, and he knows every time. He knows their hearts before they even do it, you know? Yeah, so and we just we just gotta keep praying for them because they can be brought. They can be. They can be brought. You know, they can be brought to Jesus. We just gotta keep praying for them. You know, and just remain humble with people like that. You know that that they right. they can be turned. They can be brought to Jesus, and it can be a wonderful and great thing. And 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 and, and you know, even um, if if we're not the person to do yeah. it, even Jesus Himself. You know, he will he will um, transform people with the passage of time too, and the only thing is, is just now the time is getting shorter and shorter. And so we just have to keep praying yeah. for others, keep praying for the people that do us wrong. You know, yeah. they're they're you, missing. You know, something. like I said, he's been delaying his he's been delaying his coming for the longest time just to help. You know, just to get more people. To come to him to save more souls, right? You know, so it's, it's like I said, it's it's no time to fool around and and no folly. That's for sure. Yeah, look, I I say it is. He can delay a little bit because I still got some stuff I got to work on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, like you know, oh, it's a he some stuff I every single day. I, I think you know, we all do. Yeah, we do. Yep. All of us. I'll, want to be ready i don't want to i don't want him to come and i still got uh-oh you know like i i want him to keep Ooh, it ain't a fire Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and end it. We'll go ahead and end it here, and um, we'll um talk to everybody in a little bit. We'll go ahead and end it there. We appreciate the sharing and the testimonies. Thank you, guys, so much for for fellowshipping. It's it's it's, it's wonderful. It's beautiful, and Jesus is yes, the Holy Spirit is seeing it all, and He's just refining us all and, and and building us up in a great and wonderful way. We love you guys. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. He is building okay. this family. Yes. He is really building it. Yep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love y'all too. Love y'all too. Okay. All right. Blessings, All right. everybody. All right. All right. Blessings.